A DUI is a serious charge, and the process can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. I'm attorney Dave Maldonado, and I have the experience and knowledge necessary to effectively represent you and make the situation manageable. Visit BigSkyDefender.com today. Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com, and for the second week in a row, we got a primetime game under the lights. Joined now by Mike Ryder. He's one of our go-to guys when it comes to talking all things ball, especially when it comes to the chats, former five-cap player and coach. Uh, first of all, Mikey, what do, what do you think of just this? The, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how to really put it into to perspective because on one hand, national TV is a great deal and it's cool for the league. Uh, on the other hand, the eight thirty kicks are, are pretty brutal, especially I know for you yeah. with their three kids. Uh, but I mean, how do you sort of put this into perspective and balance it all? I mean, it is cool for the league to be on national TV. Yeah, yeah. Let me. I got a couple different lenses. I like to look through it. So first lens, because it's my primary job now, as I don't coach, I don't play, and I'm not a color analyst anymore, so I'm just strictly a fan. So let's start there. Uh, because I'm a Bobcat, I naturally am planning my weekend a lot around some of these Bobcat football games. So uh, for our family and our house, it's going to be a Saturday night church so that we can then, after the game, watch and I'll, I'll watch every snap of the game and then be able to kind of lounge and hang out on Sunday morning. But uh, it's it's really bizarre. I mean, that's kind of one lens. You look at it from the player's lens and the program where you're like, hey, this is cool exposure. Um, you know, play on ESPN2, very good thing. Uh, and you'll always take that type of exposure. It just helps recruiting-wise. Um, yeah. And so I, I think you, you have to take the good with the bad. But, you know, I, I do look at it and I'm like, I, I guess I've, I've lived it as far as those late kicks, maybe not quite that late, but man, I just think about that as a player and a coach. I mean, you kick off at seven, seven thirty, uh, California time. You're not to the airport, you know, I don't know, midnight at the earliest, right. By the time you get everything going, you, you fly for two hours, uh, you know, say you're home, by two, you lose an hour, so 3 a.m., I mean, it, that, that is a turnaround. So now you're talking about uh, what that does to your following day as you're trying to grade film and get the film up for coaches to, to, to handle. Those GAs do a ton to make that thing happen. And then it's a pretty quick turnaround, and then you go and you, you travel the next week, and so it's a short week. It just adds new elements, but I can tell you what. Coach Vegan, these are the things that they've already thought about as you look at your 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 schedule holistically to start the year, and and they've got a plan for these types of things. And it's it's some adversity, but it's what good teams need, and uh, I'm sure they'll be ready. All that to say, it's a challenge, but you got to take the good with the bad. Being on national TV is a good thing, and it, it may cost you some things, but to me, it's worth it. Totally, I, I thought it was. I mean, talk about Brett Vegan's ability to manage things, and and uh, that's one of the most impressive parts about him, but. Thought it was fascinating. They came out on Sunday and said, hey, we'll do normal media this week, but next week, no assistance for media. We're not going to do the players until Tuesday because I think that they know that they're just losing a day, right? So it's just the little things like that, though. Like, hey, we're going to save these guys some time because we know Sunday's probably going to be completely messed up. And, and then, you know, Monday we're going to be a short time, too. So I don't know. It, it is an interesting deal. Um, from, a, from like a player and coach perspective, though, how hard is it to – keep your team in it because it's not like you can like go to the zoo or whatever on saturday you're pretty much just like sitting there until you go to the stadium to warm up right so i mean is that hard yeah i it is hard um but i think again you, you gotta spin it to a positive to say all right we're, we're gonna be ready to go if you can't get ready to go to play a top five team or top whatever i think 
exactly it's like seven or something. But if you can't get ready to go on the road, I, I, you know, what kind of team do you have, right? I mean, this, totally. is, this is go this, this is go time. And I think this is a veteran team that knows how to handle that. But all that to say, you still have time to fill, and you want to be you want to do it in a in a you know an adequate way. So so what do you do? Uh, they're going to give a lot of opportunity for guys to relax and. And honestly, sleep a little bit more. Catch, you know, catch up on some sleep because it's the student athlete life is is challenging. So catch up on some sleep, maybe some reading and some homework. Watch some football that you don't get to do all the time. But then you also build in some of those structured, uh, you know, walkthroughs. Right? They're going to do a couple, uh, a couple walkthroughs. Maybe one extra one. Right? You're going to utilize the, the the parking lot to do those, and then you're going to yeah maybe uh, an opportunity to go to the zoo or. Uh, maybe they have an opportunity to go to a movie, but it's just, it's occupying that time. Um, but with a senior laden team, and I think with Coach Vegan, who's just seen this, he's seen so many different things, that they'll be ready to go. But it, it is a challenge. It's a lot of time to fill throughout the day. Well, what did you think of uh, this last week? I mean, it's it's almost painful to watch when the Cats play Cal Poly because not only is it the best team in the league versus, you know, probably the worst team in the league, but also this is such a bad matchup for Cal Poly. I mean, they're. They're doing this whole revamping of both sides of the ball. The schemes are completely different than they were. At some point, that's going to stop being an excuse and start being a reality where they just got to get better. But it's still something you can lean on right now. And, you know, more than anything, though, they just have a bunch of young guys on defense that just are still kind of swimming, and they just don't have the physical maturity to really be able to hang. And then you got the Cats who are just so physically mature, such a fierce mentality, especially when it comes to running the ball. So, I mean, Montana State, they played pretty clunky in certain parts of this game. They had a lot of mistakes and turnovers and all that. It didn't really matter. They still scored 59 and won by 40. So, I mean, any takeaways <laughs> majorly from this last weekend? Yeah, you, you hate to be uh, – I don't want to sound like one of the greedy fans, but, yeah, there, there was some clunkiness uh, on both sides of the ball and special teams. And uh, and so, you, you naturally, those are glaring, but you need to look at it to say, look, winning one football game is so challenging. And so it doesn't matter who you play. Winning a game is hard, and you beat them by 40 points, and there's plenty to clean up. Um, but, but I will say, and, and I, I don't want to sound like a broken record week in and week out, but, but it's the truth, and to me it's the, it's the foundation of this team, and it's the trenches. You can just see the talent disparity in the trenches, both offensive and defensive line. And if you can run the football, which we've all seen the articles this week, and I saw something that you put out as well, it's just like, it's it's really wild to look at um, how well they run the football week in and week out. And if you're able to do that and you couple it with dominant defensive line play um, and, the, you know, they lead the conference with 20 sacks, if you can get off, get after the passer and you can run the football and, and basically you're controlling things in the trenches, Coulter, I think that is what has allowed them to be so successful. And so you can still see that in the Cal Poly game. You saw the dominance in the trenches and then the t- just the talent discrepancy across the board. It's hard. It's hard at Cal Poly. Beautiful, beautiful location. But they're you know kind of late to the scene. As Sac State has got so many of the, 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 the caliber um, California guys after they get picked through by the big-name schools. And, you know, it's a really good school there at Cal Poly, but it just – it doesn't have that same emphasis on the football program. And I'm not to say that it can't happen, but they're just they're years away from being that productive in my opinion. 
Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Now, though, the Cats have uh, a couple weeks in a row where they get to prove it. So, first of all, I want to ask you, when you were playing, when you were coaching, mostly, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that that was before, I guess when you were coaching, the unbalanced schedule had come about. When you were playing, though, the schedule was balanced, right? I mean, there's nine teams in the league. You played eight league games. Everybody played each other. And so, you know, like when you guys won it in 2010, you'd, you'd beat everybody in the league. So, um, now, though, you skip four uh, teams every single year and so sometimes you know like i guess what i'm getting at is montana state and, and sac state are co-big sky champions they didn't play last year they haven't played since 2019 that seems so ridiculous to me but i know that this is kind of how it goes with the scheduling matrix so what do you think of just the uh the unbalanced schedule and and i mean i guess there's no real way to solve it unless you you reduce or increase the league but i mean what do you think of just that dynamic i you know i i actually kind of like it um it, it, it just gives some new life and some new breath to different seasons where you're, you do have a little bit of a break. And so there's something that allows you to like, uh, you know, there's something that allows you to appreciate the, the matchups against Sacramento state. Cause like you said, I, I didn't realize that we haven't played it since 2019, but uh, there's something to be appreciated now, right? Where like, Hey, this one is going to go out the schedule for a while. And uh, some other teams are going to come on. I think it just, it could be rather monotonous and it felt that way. I just remember as a player, like, all right, well, here we go. You're always going to get a shot at people. And wow, that can be good just for like, you know, the eyeball test and uh, ease of like evaluating playoff resumes and everything. I just think that um, uh, the the change and the mix up is good for football. And uh, what it's done is it's going to create, to me, it's created a, the best, you could argue the best or the, second best conference in FCS football because it just gives more guys and more teams opportunities to be productive and are really talented. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. The craziest part is the last time the Cats and, and Sac State played was in 2019 in Bozeman when Jeff Choate's Cats lost on homecoming the day that they unveiled the Bobcat Athletic Complex. And it's crazy to think, though, that's the last time the Cats lost at home. They haven't lost at home since then. <laughs> I mean, what an what a unbelievable streak. I know. I, I mean, you know that uh, they've got a home field advantage, but yeah, when you really look back, like 2019 was the last time. I just. I mean, it's the longest home winning streak in Division One football. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, knock on wood, I don't want to jinx them, but they're they're set up pretty good to to maintain that throughout this year, right? Um, so pretty exciting stuff. It's just is a testament to what's been built, and you look at Coach Choate. To, um, all the way through Coach Vegan and protecting home turf, man. You got to use that home field advantage. I was looking at some of the attendance stuff too, Coulter, and I think, you know, Montana's number one at, at, um, in attendance 
or sorry, it's Jackson State and then Montana and then Montana State. And you look at, man, that's wild. Two schools in the state of Montana, less than a million people. I guess a little more than a million people now with everybody moving here. So, but, you know, a million plus people, but not a huge state by population standards. And they fill two stadiums each and every Saturday. Uh, for our level, that just it just speaks to the passion and the football in this state. And this makes it so cool, especially that Cat Kids rivalry. What's the what's the most unique part or the weirdest part or, or just the most different part about playing down in Sacramento from your memory? Gosh, you know, it's changed a ton. Cole. It has, yeah. We were down, you know, when we were down there, they didn't have the same buzz. They always had some guys. Sure. And as a player and a coach, you know, we had some shootouts and um, – uh, barely escaped one our senior year, and uh, we gave up a I don't know twenty eight point lead or twenty one point lead, and almost lost it. Um, that was the game that was so hot, right? It was so hot. I thought I was going to die during warm ups. I thought a lot of hot. you guys. I thought Minter was going to die for sure. <laughs> I, it, it, it was it was funky. I think that might have been either that game. It was that or NAU, but the, the uh, at the air or the uh, the hotel the. Um, the elevator got stuck. I think that was the game too. Some some of our D linemen got stuck on the elevator. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, anyhow, I, what I remember about it is just one the teeny tiny locker room. Not sure if that's been renovated, but it's absolutely tiny. So most of you get dressed outside. <laughs> uh, so they, they probably like it that way. Uh, and then there just wasn't really anybody there when we were playing. But they've done a good job. I mean, Coach yeah. Thompson and then before him, Coach Taylor. They. They got guys in Northern California. Nobody's ever questioned that as far as football is concerned. And they get some guys from Southern California as well. And um, they've got a lot of momentum. They've got really good players. Um, but, it, but it is a unique place, right? It's, it's Sacramento State has got, I think, like 50,000 undergrad or so, something like that. Something wild, right? Uh, or 40 or something. And so you, you look at that in comparison to, to MSU. They're just – they're not a lot alike. One's a commuter school and one is a true college campus. And so it's just kind of two different styles, um, but yet both are successful. And I, you have to applaud what Sac State has done. I mean, they won, what, I mean, three conference titles in the last handful of years, and, um, or at least a share of them. And so they've done an incredible job. They've got really good guys. I think Coach Thompson, he's brought some of that, you know, tradition and ideals from, from up there from Missoula and his time as a Grizzly and, uh, it's it's pretty impressive what they've done, and it's going to be a tall task for the Bobcats on Saturday night. Well, when it comes to the actual matchup on the field, I mean, the Cats, everybody knows the formula now. I mean, we're going to outrush it, we're going to stuff the run, and we're going to win the turnover battle. If we do that, you're just not going to beat us, and that's pretty much been true across the board in Brett Vegan's two and a half seasons so far. But I find it an intriguing deal because – Sac State, I mean, they've been really good on offense, but they've had multiple different quarterbacks, dual quarterback system. Now they have this dual threat quarterback in Caden Bennett who can run all over the place and is really athletic. Sac State's really good up front, but they've had some injuries on the offensive line. And defensively, I think that their defense has been in question because they've given up some huge point totals over the years, especially in the playoffs. But they've also had some high-level talent, including a guy who's now starting for the New England Patriots in the NFL after being the Big Sky Defensive Player of the Year last year. So... Uh, just stylistically, the identities of the program, it seems like they're a little bit different. Sac State, for the last several years at least, has been offensively oriented, high fly and spread offense, all that stuff. Now I got a defensive guy at the helm, though. I don't know, I guess, what do you think of just the way that these two teams match up with each other going into Saturday? Gosh, yeah. Uh, different styles, but yet similar, where they both do really want to They want to run the football. And Sac State's done a good job as of late. 
uh, running the ball. Um, but I, I think, uh, you know, I think it's going to be, you know, this could boil it back down and make it too overly simplified, but man, it's going to, it's going to matter what happens in the trenches. Right. I think, I think the cats have got to continue to get after the passer. That is to me, one of the biggest telltale signs in football these days from little guy to all the way to junior high and high school and college and the pros. You need, you need guys that can get after the passer on passing downs. And I think the cats have those. I don't know. I'm not as familiar with Saxton. I think they have some guys that can do that, but you know, the, the, the cats give up, uh, you know, the least amount of sacks, I think, in the conference. I think, like, maybe five. Yep, that's uh, right. Something like that. And so, um, w- when you look at that, I, I think that that's going to be a big, uh, you know, tendency as to who's going to be successful as far as who can get after the passer. And then when you start talking about running the football, that's in the Cats' identity. So, I, I, the formula and the, the blueprint for winning ball games that you already, that you already laid out, I, I think that this sets up well for the Cats. But that means that you got to take care of the football. Turnovers... And that's assuming that you're not turning the ball over, and that's assuming that you're not giving up explosive plays on defense, right? You start making that happen, and uh, things can get wonky. But you got to stick to the blueprint, and it tends to be even harder on the road. And so they got to march out their plan. And um, but I like this senior-laden and uh, you know talented uh, team there, an experienced team of Montana State. But it's going to be a fun one. I'm fired up to watch it. I can't wait to watch it as well. Mike Ryder here on the Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com. Thanks for doing it, man. I'll be uh, I'll be texting you. We're going to have to have some late night coffee to be able to stay up late enough. But it should be fun on Saturday night. You got it, man. I look forward to it. And as always, I appreciate you having me on. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any town pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com rewards to register and start saving. Town.